Hey everyone, welcome back to the Darkness Inside podcast. I'm back. That I'm back after last, um, the last two weeks not having no new episodes. Um, so I'm ready to bring you episode 18. Today I'm gonna bring you um, this unsolved missing case. It's really hard when it comes to a child disappearing, and then um, never knowing what actually happens to them. Um, you know, children are just children who need someone to take care of them. But Sally, for some that's just not the case. Today I'm going to be telling you about the disappearance of Relisha Rudd. At the time of her disappearance, Relisha um, was only eight years old. She was born on October 29, 2005 in Washington, D.C. Relisha is described as an adorable child and a kid that could just light up any room she was in. At such a young um, age, Relisha's life had already been really tough. She bounced around with her mother and brothers from homeless shelters to homeless shelters. She sometimes would stay in hotels or with family. Teachers from her school recall her coming into school with dirty clothes um, and just dirty, not not having been showered, um, and sometimes on an empty stomach. Relatives recall her sleeping with a teddy bear that she had named Baby. She would fake asthma attacks so that she could stay with them and not go back to the shelter. The adults from her um, school recall her not wanting to leave school as well, and she would participate in as many um, after-school programs that she could just so she could stay in school longer. A cheerleading coach at the school she attended would often... um, help her wash up in the school bathroom and then the school often had clean clothes for her to wear it's so sad that at such a young age she was going through so much already social workers had responded to at least three reports of abuse or neglect within the family Um, and then police were called at least twice shamika who is relisha's mom lived with her sister ashley for a while but Ashley ended up telling them that they couldn't all live with her. The reason was because she also was on a government housing um, subsidy. What this basically means is that she was living in an apartment complex for low-income families. So sometimes apartment complexes um, like this have really strict rules. So Ashley feels this is when her relationship um, with her sister Shamika became strained because she thought Ashley was kicking them out. This um, this is when less than a year before Relisha's um, disappearance in the summer of 2013, Shamika Young, who was in her late 20s at the time, moved her family into the DC General Family Shelter. Relisha referred um, the shelter as the trap house. This is what she called it. So this shelter was a renovated former hospital. At its height, it reportedly um, housed around a thousand people and about 250 of those were families. Allegations of discount drug deals, sexual assault, bedbugs, and spoiled food um, were stuff that people said happened at this shelter. Apparently raccoons could also be found in closets. There was a morgue beside the shelter and a methadone clinic as well. The shelter was looked at as a solution from the city, but
but in my opinion, it was just not run how it should have been ran. The shelter did have a very strict policy about employees befriending or being in relationships with the people staying at the shelter. Um, this would this is going to come into play later on. Also, apparently, staff did nightly checks to make sure everyone was accounted for. This is also going to come into play later on. Ashley did keep, um, did keep seeing her um, sister's kids throughout that summer, but she says that she kept seeing less of Relisha. When she would ask her sister where her niece was, Shamika would say that she was off with her godfather, which she found odd because her fiancé was actually her godfather. When her niece did come over, she would receive a call from a man telling her that he would be picking up Relisha. She, w- she was so confused by this because she had no idea how this man got her address or phone number. This is when her sister Shamika told her that it was Relisha's godfather and that he had her permission to pick Relisha up. This would be her first encounter with the 51-year-old Khalil Tatum. There's no accurate timeline of, of when Relisha um, disappeared. But the reason why everything unfolded was because Relisha's um, teachers noticed that she started missing a lot of school. But her uh, mother Shamika gave the school a doctor's note excusing her from school because she was sick. This note was signed by a Dr. Tatum. The school called the number that was on the doctor's note and set up a meeting to meet this Dr. Tatum at the shelter. Um, just so they could, you know, like, they could come up with a solution together as to what could be done when Relisha was missing school and stuff like that. Um, so when they actually went to go meet up with Dr. Tatum, they were told that there was no Dr. Tatum at the shelter, but that there was a Khalil Tatum who was the janitor at the shelter. Khalil Tatum was a very sketchy person. He had a felony record for burglary, larceny, and breaking and entering. Tatum was also imprisoned from 1993 to 2003 and again from 2004 to 2011. Tatum was known for inappropriately befriending um, people from the shelter, and he paid um, attention particularly to young girls. Like I said, the shelter had a very strict policy about this, but apparently it wasn't being enforced. Khalil became friends with Shamika, and he paid attention to Relisha. And he would spoil her like he bought her a tablet and took her to Disney on Ice and he would buy her clothes. It got to the point where he would take Relisha with him to spend the night with him and his supposed um, grandmother. I don't know about you guys, but I mean, I'm not a parent, but honestly, I just see this as inappropriate for a 51 year old man to take this 80 year old girl and spend the night at his house. And he and this girl has no relationship like to him. He's not like religious, not his niece, religious, not his daughter. So I don't know. So it wouldn't be until March 19th that her teachers would file a missing persons report. But it had already been a month since Relisha had been in school. 
So this is where it gets kind of confusing because Shamika says that she didn't think anything was wrong because she thought that her daughter was staying at her grandmother's house. Shamika says that she hadn't talked to her daughter for 18 days. This is the part that baffles me because like I said, I'm not a parent and I don't like blaming parents on the way they raise their kids. Um, But to those of you that listen to me, that listen to this podcast, um, and if you do have children, would you go 18 days without talking to them? I mean, Relisha was only eight years old at the time. So would you guys actually go 18 days without talking to your eight-year-old daughter? It's just crazy to me. So this is 18 days of Relisha being unaccounted for. It's a big um, chunk of time for a child to be missing. And a lot of time that has been wasted not looking for her. So no one knew where Relisha was at. And family members, you know, started blaming each other. Relisha's mom and grandmother were pointing fingers at each other. The police, of course, started looking into Khalil Tatum. And it turns out that everyone in the shelter knew that Khalil would talk to the people at the shelter. And they called him the Godfather. And he especially liked to befriend the children. So the shelter wasn't taking their policy seriously. The one that I told you guys about befriending um, the people that lived in the shelter. Like, it was written into their policy, but it wasn't being enforced. Also, the records that the shelter was keeping weren't valid because they actually didn't go into each room to make sure that the people that were supposed to be in the room were actually there. They would just knock and whoever was in there would say oh yeah three of us are in here or six of us are in here they wouldn't actually thoroughly search so so police believe that relisha was taking on february 25th because she missed school that day on february 26th there is surveillance um surveillance footage of relisha with khalil at a holiday inn and they can be seen walking into a room On March 1st, Relisha and her brothers did spend the morning with their aunt Ashley, and she says that that she even did her hair with pink and white bows. But Relisha wouldn't be going to school that day because she um, told her aunt that she wasn't feeling well and that she didn't want to go to school. So Ashley called Shamika and told her about Relisha not feeling well and to come pick her up. That same day would be the last time Relisha has ever been seen because, again, surveillance footage caught her with Khalil at a Holiday Inn going again into a um, room. That's the last known sighting of Relisha being alive. So now Khalil Tatum becomes the number one suspect in the disappearance of Relisha Rudd. Khalil Tatum was spotted at a hardware store the next day um, buying garbage bags, lime, uh, which is usually used to cover up the smell of decomposing bodies. On March 20th, Khalil's wife was found dead in a hotel room. She had a single bullet wound. This was a surprise because Khalil had been married to his wife, Andrea, for more than 20 years. His wife was found dead the same, um, the same day Relisha Rudd was reported missing. And then Tatum was found dead on April 1st from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. 
in Kenilworth Park. The police actually did search this park with hopes that they would find Relisha, but she they didn't find anything. The same bullet that Khalil had was the same one that his wife had been shot with. So it is believed that he murdered his wife and then killed himself. Some believe that he actually came clinging to his wife and that's why she that's why he killed her. Um, no one has ever been Sally, yeah, Relish's body has never been found or or any evidence of where she might be. No one has ever been charged for her disappearance. And Sally, the only person who probably knows um, what happened to her, is dead. There's two theories of what might have happened to her. Some believe she was sold for sex trafficking, and um, others believe that well that she's dead. In my opinion, I feel like Shamika, her mother, knows more than she's letting on to. But my opinion, I feel like, sh- um, but she says that she doesn't. The th- the good thing about this case is that it's not a cold case. It's still open and it is still being looked into. Um, they have actually made progression photos of what Relisha would look like. Um, you can find those online. Relisha Rudd would be 14 years old, going on 15. It's really sad what happened to her. Um, so many people knew the kind of life she was living at such a young age, but I don't know. I just think she was failed, um, by the adult in her life. If you want to, if you want to see it that way, I, uh, I think she was, um, and like that, there are so many kids out there that just slipped through the system. It's, It's really heartbreaking. So this is all I have for you guys today um, for this case. Please let me know. I'm very interested in knowing your opinion. Um, And just, you know, hit me up on Instagram and follow the podcast. Follow me on Instagram. Um, Thanks for the support. I really appreciate all of you. See you in the next episode. Stay safe. And remember, beware of the darkness inside.